Welcome to another thrilling episode of Disney Channel Surfers. I'm Jacob. And I'm Casey. And we are related. It's true. I'm the brother. I'm the sister. Because that's how it works. Yeah, that's how it breaks down, folks. <laughs> yeah. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> that's right. Uh, feeling good. All right, everybody. Uh, once again, we had you guys vote. Yeah. Um, and oh my God, I forgot our whole spiel. And this is the podcast where we <laughs> ride the waves of nostalgia, revisit some of our favorite Disney classics and like anything that was on the Disney channel, basically. We're right. digging back into and surfing through and examining, reviewing, rewatching, reliving. Yeah. Reminiscing about. Hell Yeah. And uh, lately, we've been having you guys vote, and uh, super fun. And uh, this week, we had you vote between it was the it was the battle of the babies, baby fight, baby, baby fight. fight, baby, baby fight. fight. That's a callback to uh, how did this get made episode, um, which we oh, had yeah. the pleasure of attending. You guys, it was so fun. Big fan, big fan yeah. of that podcast. Shout out, shout Hell out. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a battle of the babies. In one corner, we had uh, Baby Bink, a star of Baby's Day Out, which was not Disney, but it was done by Fox. So then it got acquired by Disney. You know, there's that whole, it's a whole Fox spiel. merger thing that happened. Yeah. Um, and we got a whole lot of weird movies that kind of fit, like Ever After, like, you know, you kind of can fit that one in uh, just because it's a Cinderella story. And, and it's on Disney Plus now. Fair game. Yep. And, uh, but Baby's Day Out, um, I just, I know that I saw it on the Disney Channel, and I think this is one that crossed over to Nickelodeon, too. Like, I could definitely see it yeah. being on Nickelodeon. It's more um, their humor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, and, uh, in the other corner, um, we had, um, uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, and we kept, uh, <laughs> calling it the wrong thing, Honey, I Blew Up the Baby, because Rick Moranis, like, you know, Selinsky says that in the he movie. Does. And it turns out that was the original title. And then they later were like, you know what? That sounds, sounds kind of sketchy. Kids better, like, and Either oddly way, it not- is. <laughs> like, I see their reasoning, but yeah, no, both ways is wrong. Like, yeah. it's fucked up. It's, Either one is great. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, the winner was Baby's Day Out. So that's what I we watched. I vote again. Yeah. Second week in a row. Dang. Um, it's close. It's yeah, really close. And I thank you for participating. Continue yeah, you guys, to participate. It's so fun. And if the movie you selected like loses, don't worry, it might show up again. Um, right. We've definitely got a battle coming up in the next couple weeks that um, you'll two notice. Rejects. Yeah, two <laughs> two rejects, <laughs> two losers, Loser. back in the ring. Um, it, it's a good matchup though. Well, and it's you know, fun. with them being this close, it's like obviously there's an audience for for all of the movies. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody comes out a winner in these. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, Baby Stay Out. And this is one of those, I feel like this is a movie that people like might feel like was a fever dream of their youth, <laughs> where it's just like, was that a movie or was it not? Right. Because like, you know, I have the same thing going on with me with this one movie 
that I, I just remember seeing the trailers for and never saw the movie or maybe I did but it's a woman who like raises animals like in her big expensive mansion and like one in particular is like a a, a gorilla and huh. like yeah and they bond or something I think and I feel like it's named after the gorilla for whatever reason mm-hmm. um, but uh, I have to google gorilla movies gorilla movies yeah basically <laughs> Um, and she's like a really eccentric lady. I feel like it was based on true stories or who knows. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Baby's Day Out. Um, you might vaguely remember it. Was there a movie with like a baby running through a city? Like New York? Because there's only like one movie like that. Yeah, that's right. This is sort of a crossover between Home Alone and Three Men and a Baby. Hmm. It's sort of like they merged a little bit. A little bit. Um, you know, because we've got the villains and a lot of the scenes remind me of Three Men and a Little Baby. Um, much like Three Men and a Little Baby, I was very obsessed with this movie. Because it's a baby. And not yeah. only any baby, like two cutest, of the best baby actors of all time. Cutest babies in the world. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, I used to watch this, Three Men and a Little Baby, and Look Who's Talking. Pretty much on rotation. It was these three movies. Uh, Mom got so sick of them. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks because Look Who's Talking is pretty classic. It's a a solid movie. Solid movie. Oh my God, I love it. Kirstie Alley. Maybe a little inappropriate for how young I was, but. Yeah, for real. Because it opens up. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's a little. But you know what? I never had to wonder where do babies come from. Yeah, I knew. I, yeah, true enough. True enough. Um, but I love this movie. It was so fun to revisit it. I haven't watched it in probably like 10 years, like maybe more. Wow. Well, you know, it. I mean, it feels like a Disney movie because it, it has that Disney signature opening in a way. Like it is a book opening. Like yeah, they love their book opening. Um, I Great love illustrations. the drawings. Yeah, and the music. The tinkling music is really fun. Oh, the music's one of the best parts of this. So good. Right? Um, which music was by, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, Bruce Broughton, who also did like Holtmord Bound 2, A Simple Wish, and Lost in Space. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Pretty interesting career. (laughs) Um, but these illustrations, this reminds me of like our dad actually like read Read to to us us at night night and stuff. And it was really cool. That's great experience. If you do, I hope you're, you know. If you guys are parents out there, I yeah, do hope do you it. do that because that is definitely one of my fondest childhood memories is the three, sure. you know, the three of us kids and dad snuggled up under a blanket mm-hmm. while dad read to us. And it also, I think, produced three children who loved to read. Definitely. Um, um, yeah, I guess got to experience that to an extent too, right? Yeah, the book mm-hmm. reading. Yeah, oh, she did. Yeah. yeah She's she back into it right now. Good. Um, yeah, school kind of beats it out of you. But yeah, then you come back around to it. <laughs> well, when you have to do it for required, yeah, it's hard to do it for fun. It's up, yeah, because your eyes are so tired. Mm-hmm. I'm taking this term off because Josh and I just bought a house and we just moved in, and we are doing home renovations right now. And mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't going to be able to balance my new yeah, job and home renovations and school. So I took this term off, and mm-hmm. I have been flying through the books. Like I am on my fourth yeah. book this month. Good. It's yeah. great. Books it's, are great. Ugh, it's. <laughs> bringing me such joy good um what was i gonna say so the nice nanny is reading to the baby she's british 
But she isn't, though, is the thing. Like, the actress is totally American, so it was a She's choice. a fake British. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> but uh, but did good. Not, like, she fooled me. She did fool me. Yeah. I didn't know that until you just mm-hmm. said that. Um, I really love the Alice in Wonderland rabbit that's in the bedroom. Oh, there is an Alice in Wonderland rabbit? It's I did not beautiful. notice. It's beautiful. Hmm. I should have taken a screenshot. It's so pretty. Nice. Um, yeah, being read to this baby who... Like goes by many names. Um, yeah, for a minute I thought the baby's name was Baby. Right, and I was like, okay, that's <laughs> wow, actually very... like sort of modern now. Yeah, exactly. But uh, call her Baby. Weird. Um, and then I hear Bink, Binks, Bink. Yeah, Baby Bink, um, which is a pet name for Bennington. Sure, okay. Oh. Um, because I, I think the dad's name is Bennington, and so he's Bennington Junior. I'm guessing. Bink. I think um, Bink is a cute name. Um, yeah. Hillary Duff's daughter is named Banks, oh. which I think is really cute, too. Banks. Yeah, yeah. baby Banks. She's adorable. Um, let's see. And the parents are nowhere near the baby because they have the nanny taking care of yeah. it. You know, this is very, you know, hey, millennials can relate to this movie. Um, <laughs> the crappy parent. No. <laughs> Our mom was a babysitter. Yeah. So we can relate yeah. to... <laughs> Definitely. She was a nanny. Um, and uh, yeah, so a fake British nanny, um, like, uh, it lets us know that she's very familiar with this book by now. For um, a, yeah, she's like, uh, gag me. Yeah. Um, for a minute, I was like, is she the mom? But then I, you know, you kind okay. of realize, um, yeah, she's reading through this book about the baby going on an adventure in the city. And uh, Baby Bink loves it. He calls it Boo Boo adorable and also so we hear that this child is nine months old so we meet the parents and she the mom is talking about well we have to put his picture in the paper lara flynn boyle i believe is the actress she's good um she's great yeah um she's really obsessed with getting a photographer come down she says our friends don't even believe they believe we're (laughs) hiding our baby (laughs) which i'm just like how dare, how do other parents go without their babies being in the paper? I ask you. Like, what the, this is, I'm, I just put, like, yeah, here we go. Privilege, folks. Yeah, like, rich, this is what pompous, privilege looks maybe like. well-meaning parents. <laughs> right. Um, They, like, seriously? And also, like, if your friends are really your friends, they've met your <laughs> baby, right? The, this child, mm. she says he's nine months old. Right. Nine months old, this kid can talk a little mm. bit. Yeah. He's a master crawler. He's very intelligent, that's all. Yeah. Very adorable. Well, plus there's this idea of baby luck, um, which we'll get to. <laughs> yeah, we um, will. They are the Cotwells, by the way. Cotwells. Very nice house, you know. Yeah. Big thing in the 90s. We loved watching. We lo- we liked looking at privilege. Like, you know. the, the It's true. You know, because this was supposed to be attainable for everybody. <laughs> Um, lies that they lies. told us. <laughs> lies, I tell you. Um, some baby truck is being held up. We get, yeah, that cuts. I like how, so this was written by John Hughes, and you can tell because he's just an effective storyteller. He like, is, He just yeah. knows how to move it along. Because um, we just cut right to this, like, uh, yeah, this baby truck being held up by three crooks, like, wearing <laughs> nylons and everything. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Another 90s trope. Which a great, beautiful shot for prestige actor joe montagna folks like look how young he is this is so amazing like this guy like okay like he's does criminal minds now like he's a steady actor on criminal minds um 
but is but also did like godfather part three um it was kind of a scumbag in that like he was one of the bad guys quote mm-hmm. unquote if i mean they're all bad but <laughs> yeah none of them are great um they're all bad people in that in that uh series anyway joe uh Montana, this is the movie i remember him for though me too like, you can do all the prestige movies you want buddy but no this is what i'll remember you <laughs> me for. too this and i did used to like religiously watch criminal minds mm-hmm. and so i really know him from that as well but he's quite a bit older you know mm-hmm. he also did a movie with dennis leary called underworld which was not very good underworld. I um i've seen it because he feels like it, it just like kind of feels like he just settles on one thing and doesn't really do much else you know isn't it kind so. of interesting how like back in the day there were actors that like did tv and movie at the same time but now it's really like you have actors that are tv actors and you have movie actors yeah no it's all about the tv now tv is way better it is um yeah movies like you know what you're getting like we're back to that where well plus i think with the tv shows being like eight episodes or ten episodes that like getting a gig on a tv show is probably so fucking sweet Mm mm-hmm because, like, it used to be when it was, like, 24-episode sitcoms, like, Friends. Like, they had no time no in their life to do anything but Friends. And then they had a very short break and they were back to filming again. And it's, like, they got it made now. Yep. Also, sure as a do. viewer, I like it better now. Yeah. And, even though I like, you know. And creatively, like, it's better because there's more creative freedom, especially with the streaming networks. Yeah. Um. The they're looking for the Cotwells, which we just met them. So it's like, uh oh, paths What's are gonna, gonna cross. happen. Um, Dad is kind of a jerk. Like as he's leaving, he's just like, see, and just and the mom's like, hey, aren't you forgetting something? And he's like, what? What am I forgetting? Oh, by the way, so old Willie usually takes the pictures. He's been taking the pictures of the Cotwells for generations, but uh, he's sick or can't make it or something. No, he doesn't get the babies in the paper. And she wants oh, the baby that's in the what paper. It is. Like that's what. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's so, the that's the point. Um, so bizarre. she hires uh, some unknowns, but but they get the job done. Immigrants, we get the job done. <laughs> that's a second Hamilton reference. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it turns out it is the same truck that gets held up, and uh, these uh, crooks that held the truck up are in disguise, like. Here's the thing. Why go to all this trouble to do these disguises if they've never met you before? Right. <laughs> right. They yeah. just really want... You know, I really Maybe feel... they were, like, scared that once they got the ransom money yeah. that they'd be able to find them ah, again. That's true. That's the true. The thing is, is, like, you steal a baby. Their thought process isn't great. <laughs> you steal a baby. Hmm. Steal baby. You get the ransom money. Get the, get ransom the baby money. back. Sure. Let's pretend all that happens. Like, in what world don't you just take your money and move somewhere? No chance oh, that's of the seeing plan. them again. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the plan. Usually. Yeah. Spend the rest of their lives spending the money. Spend that money. Split honey. three ways. Five million? Right. Um, well, Coming up. Coming up, folks. Don't worry. We'll get worry. there. Sorry. So, um, we also get this... Uh, Okay, so dad leaves work. We get occasionally... So this is the one weird thing about this movie. Occasionally it goes to Bink's point of view. Yes, and I actually love it. <laughs> Jacob's like, I really hate it. It's really weird because it it just happens maybe too sporadically or like just not often enough or something like that. And it's... But okay, and then sometimes it's from Bink's point of... 
<laughs> it's from Bink's point of view, and uh, that's it. But sometimes it's Bink's point of view with also some distortion going on. Yeah, and the distortion, let me clear that up for you, is when he's recognizing something in real life from his book. Well, uh, yeah, I get that, but, uh, right, but there's, okay, so there's the shot with the dad, like, that's just the dad's sound, but later on when, uh, Eddie, like, is talking about, it's like, I need this complete attention, I need, to, it cuts to him, like, in the chair, like, yeah. looking at them from a distance, or maybe it's the echo of the room, I don't know. It was uh, weird, yeah. yeah. Some of it is weird, it's a stylistic um, choice for sure. Let's see... They ask for, they come in and they ask for a moment with the baby. Well, for, I'm sorry. Like, Joe Montana, what accent is he going for? This poor guy, like, it's not good. No, um, it's not. <laughs> whatever he's going for. I feel like he's going for French, but failing. Um, because here's the problem. He's already going, uh, he's got a very specific way of speaking already, Joe Montana. Yes, he And does. I feel like he's making a choice already with the character. Mm-hmm. And he decided that it's like, and I want to give him a French accent. Hmm. Um, there's definitely, they're going for like a Three Stooges thing, I feel. Yeah. Um, I loved the Three Stooges and still kind of have a place for them. But even though now I'm just like, wow, this is not good. And, it's not good, but and I know. occasionally very racist. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like this dynamic of, so the blonde haired like crew cut guy like looks like he probably was linebacker or something for a football team mm-hmm. at some point. Um, like he's the he's not quite curly because he doesn't do the wobbly noises like Curly does, but he's the most buffoonish. He's the yes, most dumb. Agreed. And that's what Curly was. Um, Joe Pantoliano is the middle man, middle ground guy who's probably the most sympathetic. Um, like yeah. to me, like I definitely love Joe Joey Pants the most. And then Eddie is just the hothead who's just like, yeah, tough guy, like, yeah, the leader, like leader, default yeah. leader, mm-hmm. just because. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, we got that dynamic. Uh, these three guys in disguise. Um, Mister Charlie is uh Mister uh, Joe Montana or yes. Eddie. Um. And yeah, right. So they yeah they ask for a moment alone with the child. Now here's the no. thing. Yeah, the answer should be no. It's like no. irresponsible. Yeah. This movie would not like this is what isn't gonna sit well with anybody now is because like this wouldn't happen. No, like, absolutely Never. not. Um, but you know, movies gotta happen. Yeah. So uh, it's a fun. It's a fun thing. But and yeah. he he kind of plays off of her insecurities. <laughs> Where he's just like, oh, and by the way, I love your fashion, but you know, it might be a little too distracting. Like, she's like, I knew this was the wrong outfit. I'll yeah, she's ridiculous. Oh, and by the way, that we had a weird montage where, like, baby gets powder on his butt, and <laughs> who doesn't want a little powder on their butt? Like, right? It's adorable. Um, it's cute. Um, he gets and he's dressed in a very weird outfit, by the way. Like, it's supposed to be like a rich person's outfit, but pompous. Looks weird. Yeah, um, it's not, weird hat. Not comfortable, that's for sure. Joe Joe Montaigne or uh, or is it? Yeah. Um. He has so many like strange looks to the baby. Where it's like, oh, good, like yeah. very menacing in some ways. Oh yeah, we get our first nut shot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I briefly entertained the idea of uh, keeping count of the nut shots. There's so many. How do you? Quickly abandon the idea. Yeah. Um. 
so nutshot he's gonna take he asked for a moment alone they're gonna take pictures but that's not what they do no they do not they leave all their photo shit and steal the baby they steal the baby which they they set it up very nice they made it look very accurate yeah um and yeah they steal the baby they take the book they gotta take the book because the mom does let them know it's like or no the nanny lets them know yeah that's his favorite book if he gets uh, cranky, read the book. Yeah, give him the and book. And she's the most suspicious of them. Like, she feels like something's off. Yeah, she does. Um, so they make off with the baby. Uh, Mom comes back. It's like, where's Bink? Oh, my God. What have I done? Well, you fucked up is what yeah, you Yeah, you don't just give somebody access to your child when you're not there. So the father is headed back home because he got a fax from the crooks and the crooks left a message for them. Yeah. Uh, I love when they use like the magazine letters. Uh-huh. <laughs> Me too. Um, it's like saying $5 million, you know, by midnight. Right. Luckily, they don't say they're going to kill the kid. That would be excessive. Be too much, man. Um, and they actually they do kill. generally like... As we go back to them, they're, like, actually, you know, trying to take care of him, like, yeah. which is good. Yeah, right. It's good. Yes, 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 yes. Not yeah, they ain't like, no sticky bandits. Right. Like, and they aren't going to bite off each individual finger. Oh. And they're not just going to put him in a crib and shut the door. Like, they're right. like, no, get him to go to sleep. Like, Yeah, right. We cut to their apartment. Um, pretty nice apartment, actually. Um, yeah. Dirty, which but. It's made, it's made, it's, like, at the rooftop with like a billboard over it and everything mm-hmm. with a big TikTok. Yes. <laughs> That's important to know, <laughs> you guys. Important. Um, yeah, this apartment and Eddie is just reading a paper like doesn't really, Eddie doesn't do much except bark orders, you know. Yes. Um, and, but he does it really well um, and does it with authority. Yes. And uh, he instructs uh, and then our other two like that's the most normal name of these guys cuz then it's Norby yeah, Norby. Norby is Joe Pantoliano and uh, Vico. Vico is what a the weird blonde name. guy. Blonde guy from, by the way, the thirteenth year played the coach. Oh, I knew I recognized him from something. Mm-hmm. He does seem like he would be a coach, right? Um, and uh, they oh we. Or no, he instructs Joe Pantoliano to change the kid into the street cl- or the regular mm-hmm. kid clothes, and uh, because otherwise he's gonna draw attention right. with that rich kid outfit, you know. Mm-hmm. We do this montage of Joe Pantoliano changing him. Pretty funny. Um, Which way is the front? Yeah, right. We get this is whole thing pockets? like it's like. <laughs> goodness see i do love like it's great how they're all idiots too like even eddie is guilty of being like not the smartest it's that silly thing too like especially in the 90s it was a big trope to have a man with a baby and have the diaper and be like how do i put this thing on right even though they really couldn't be any (laughs) any more self-explanatory um yeah seriously I don't know. I mean, maybe there was a time when they didn't have the stuff on the front. Which, why would you do that? Any? It seems like a design even, flaw from the get-go. Even if they're completely blank, there's a tab that connects to the other tab. So there, yeah. if you've ever gotten yourself dressed, like, you know <laughs> you know how to work clothes. Yeah, it's a weird trope because <laughs> it doesn't make much sense. Yeah, and three men and a little baby, they duct taped a diaper on. Like, it's a whole yeah, thing, right. you know? Yeah. It's definitely a trope, especially in the 90s, though. Uh, and this came out in 94. I was two years old and obsessed with Baby Bink. <laughs> uh, so then they try to heat him up some milk. 
Oh, yeah. And he's wearing, like, a hazmat glove to handle this freaking thing. Yeah, definitely like, too hot if you're... <laughs> and uh, Eddie's still reading his newspaper. It's like, hey, Eddie, how do I, uh, how do I know this won't uh, burn the kids, you know mouth off it's like well try it on some skin first it's like okay and he's gonna use it on his skin thinks better of it and uses um joe pantaleano's bald head because hey baldness is funny for what whatever reason um and so tests it on him and it's pretty scalding hot and he's like i think i'll i think i'll uh, hold off a little bit yeah smart Ugh, don't burn the baby dork. guys uh, then they go in and try to read the baby. Oh, the they story. do discover that the kid enjoys pain. He get that. Oh yeah, too. he giggles, and his laugh is so cute. Yeah. Oh my god. And uh, Eddie is like, "Ooh, try it the other way." <laughs> and Chopinano uh, gets floored by Vico because Vico's a big guy. Yeah, he is. Um, so Joe Pantoliano is put in charge of putting him to bed and to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, takes him to the bed, brings him a little uh, teddy bear thing, and it's like, all right, nappy nap time, you little jerk. Uh, <laughs> drink your milk, take your nap. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Some of these lines are very ingrained in my head. <laughs> drink your milk, take your nap. Because I made him watch it a thousand million times. <laughs> and uh, then Joe Pantoliano sings Mary Had a Little Lamb. Oh, blackmail, oh, like if God, ever there so was funny. any. Um, because he does his own little spin on it too, which I appreciate. <laughs> Me too. It was so good. It was so funny. She went to the unemployment office. Yeah. <laughs> unemployment. Yep. Um, well, these actors saying the oh god, and then it comes to a nursery rhyme situation, and I love how completely wrong they get yes. every single Me nursery too. rhyme. I love it. Nat King Cole stuck his finger in the pie and yanked out the bird. That's right. And that's Eddie, and that's the best one because, like, wow, you're supposed to be the one who knows things. Yes. And uh, what's happening? Nope, don't worry about oh. it. Oh, are you doing? Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. I'm um, just keeping my phone away because this oh, makes noise. Yeah, but I was pulling up fun facts to read at the end. I see. I see. Sorry. Um. So starts. Re- okay, so uh, they toss Joey Pantoliano the book, um, which. Uh, Vico, who's eating a big old bowl of cereal, like like uh, what's his name from uh, from uh, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Um, so good. I love him so. And much. And he's eating that, and he's uh, very. Him and Joe Pantoliano don't get along. <laughs> like they give each other the most hard time. It feels like um, he throws him the book and is like. Very concerned, like waiting for Joe Pantoliano to start, and we see why because Joe Pantoliano has a little trouble reading. Yeah. Or Norby, I'm sorry. We always do this. We call them. <laughs> we do. Anyway. Sorry. Um. And uh, he's struggling to read it, and my question was like, uh, Vigo chimes in with like department. How does he know that the word is department? He's not looking at the words. Like, has he read this book before? Has he already read it? Right. I bet I wouldn't put it past him. I bet he read it on the way to the apartment. Yep, I agree. Um. Okay, we're and then we cut back to the house, and they are meeting with the FBI agents and everything. The mom wants to take off. Uh, we meet uh the head of the FBI, dude Dale Grissom. Which this actor went on to be in actual politics, like he retired from acting and just went on to be in politics or as a governor or was a governor or something like that. 
Um, but he's always good at these kinds of roles, like authority figures and yeah. stuff. You see him pop up now and then. Um, and uh, the mom wants to go out and look for the baby himself. And he's yeah. like, no, that would be really dangerous and irresponsible, which, which you've is... already been irresponsible. So. <laughs> True. Also, I like love how they got the FBI <laughs> involved. That's pretty high profile. <laughs> well, they are rich, so. I guess, yeah, they can be bought. <laughs> um, crazy. <clears throat> crazy crazy um bink starts uh to connect okay so i'm trying to bink makes the connection between the book like he's flipping through the book joe pentagliano yeah. passed out um flipping through the book the window is wide open and a pigeon appears there and he looks at the book notices the pigeon in the book and then looks at the pigeon is he just connecting the fact that it's like oh wait the world of my favorite book is out there is that i just i mean i'm asking us to try to relate to a baby but yeah i don't know okay um i mean yes like we're we're made to believe that this baby is like so intelligent that he like looks at this book looks out at the world and knows that they're the same right um <clears throat> did he, he just wants to life, live his book or would like oh yeah so that's what but it in is. real mm-hmm. life a child would like definitely go out after the bird just to chase the bird oh, like yeah. they wouldn't be thinking about you know but uh yeah we're because i mean he's so smart that well he visits visits a lot of the places from the book yeah, right. so like he's really intelligent for a child that can't read yet right or speak right <laughs> um so once they get out of the apartment it is a set like it's impressive mm-hmm. though like this is all a set and everything it's really well lit really well done like they oh use God, mats yeah. for the cityscape so it still looks really great so I commend them for it. Yeah, they did awesome. So, so he escapes. Well, as he's escaping, he pokes his head through the window, like drool drops down. Oh, yeah, that was funny. We get this whole nail-biting scene, which is hard to watch. I was a nail-biter. I'm sure I relate. Um, <laughs> you know, because uh, Vico's uh, biting his fingernails, and Eddie is just like, do you have to do that? And he's just like, I like to look nice. Just like, that's not, the, that's not what I'm fucking talking about, bro. Like, what do you... Do you have to spit? And he's just like, I don't know about you, but I don't eat pieces of my body. Oh, my God. To which Eddie can't really argue. He's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. But then Jewel falls on his neck, and he doesn't like that. Yeah, he, he smacks him across out. the face, and he's just like, you spit on me. And he's just like, I did not. And she's like, well, you're the only one in the room. And, and then they, they look up. notice <laughs> the kid up in the, up in the window, and Eddie's very unhappy with Joy Pants, who oh, fell asleep. Yeah. And uh, they get up and try to chase him uh, on top of the roof. But uh, let's see. Yeah, what happens? I reminded myself, Joe Montana was in The Godfather 3, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie falls off the roof. Yes, very. Like, Joey Pantoliano has Joe. Is it Joe? No, what am I talking about? Joe Montana has to scream a lot. And he's got a great scream for this kind of movie. Yeah. uh, falls off the roof, gets covered in bird seed. Um, the baby uh, sneaks in through some old lady's apartment. Yes, and she's getting a package delivered, and she's being a bitch she's, to the mailman. Because she thinks that the uh, mailman was obnoxiously knocking on her door, but it was Bink. And even <laughs> he is just like, a package? Like, what did I do? Like, what have the a good f- day. Um, Have a nice day, you old bag. 
Um, and the baby rides the elevator all the way down to the bottom floor. Like, this is very well, like, constructed. Like, yeah, you they know, did a good John job Hughes of... is good. Yeah. It tracks. It you does, know? yeah. Kids um, are freaking fast, They man. see the baby get on the bus, and they try to chase the bus down. That was um, one of those scenes you see through his eyes for a second, the bus, they, because he recognizes it from his book. Yep, to sell it, like they really, they show you, hmm, see. And this was, <laughs> I've I never was, seen a bus that looked like that, by the way. Ah, I was always intrigued by this as a kid. I was like, how did they match it? Like, how did they do <laughs> that? Um, pretty easy. Um, yeah. I was also intrigued by that kind of a thing as a child, though. Anytime I could, like, I love nowadays that they make books for cities. Like, you can go to Made in Oregon and they have a book for Portland. And, you know, so, like, if you buy it for a little kid, they can look through it and be like, I know this. I've mm. seen this. Right. Um, what does the bus driver think is happening when they, because they're chasing the bus with the van. Um, right. Really cool uh, bad <laughs> yeah. guy van. So fun. Um, and they, they're, like, uh, running alongside him and the bus driver gives, like, a note and it's like, huh. This guy, it's like, what, what does he think's happening? Because it's... <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, they hit a cat in the alley, apparently. Pretty fucked up. Yep. Uh, Baby Bink falls into some lady's bag. Um, wouldn't she notice the weight difference when she steps out of the bus? You would think, but she could have, like, had it set down and then picked it up and just not remembered that mm. it, how heavy it was, you know? Maybe. Sometimes I, like, pick up my purse. I'm like, shit, this is heavier than I thought. There's no babies in it yeah, ever. Yeah, I was going to say, do you check? No. Maybe you should now. Um, uh, also, fucking cool basket that she has, yeah. though, to carry around. That's nice. The bus stops. She gets off. Uh, they don't think anything of it. Joe Pantoliano chases the bus down. Um, and she... did a baby get off this bus? He's like two feet tall. And the guy's like, I didn't have anybody here with a baby. And he's like, he was by himself. Yeah. It's like. Okay, bye. Like, <laughs> I'm going to shut the door in your face now. Yeah, goodbye, sir. Um, yikes. Uh, oh, yeah. And then, okay, and then mm -hmm. this doesn't age very well at all. Because I, don't even I think actually really cool like this then. actress. Um, she is so badass, mm -hmm. even in this. Yeah, even in this. Okay, so yikes. So, yeah. Um, one of fat. them makes fun of her weight. Not cool. So let's just say it's that. Super fucked up. We won't even dignify it with what it's said. Um, the uh, bus driver does call dispatch about a Carl. possible missing baby. Carl is the hero of the movie. Yeah. Hey, anybody hear about a missing baby? <laughs> I do like Carl. Good yeah, job, he's Carl. Great. Um, three cooks follow the bus lady down the street, making fun of her weight the whole time. And Give you can, her a sandwich. You can Fuck tell, you, buddy. Yeah, you can tell she hears it too, that I love. is like you see it registers and she like makes a plan and she finally like, Oh, man, and then the best scene of the movie. The Vico, the guy who made fun of her the worst, um, the bus lady beats the crap out of him. She does. Which is very satisfying it to watch. It is satisfying. <laughs> she just fucking showed them, man. And uh, Eddie gets knocked to the ground, and Joe Pantoliano off screen gets beat the crap out of I think they inserted <laughs> that later. I wish we would have gotten to see. Me too. Um, she scares them off, and, uh, like... Um, you know, during the whole scuffle, I think the baby gets out. Yeah, and he makes his way into a department store. Yeah, which they use that turnstile type. Uh, yeah, door. 
door which yep. is perfect it was really fun because you could see the game like it looks cute and fun it's so cute and also like it makes total sense that she would like find him in the hallway and be like ah you're supposed to be in the daycare center some lady from yeah the daycare called mother goose corner scoops up bink which i had to look into it because didn't that voice sound familiar to you yeah i thought it was chucky finster for whatever reason oh. the, the lady who the does lady, chucky finster mm-hmm. It's not. It's she. She does. She still acts to this day. She does stuff here and there, but yeah, mostly mm. not so much. Um, mm. Yeah. So that's that. So this is awkward. Um, <laughs> so it's not Chucky. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Bink hitches a ride in a baby cart to get some juice, um, which I loved the the so look on cute. that baby. It's just like that motherfucker. He's he drinking juice. my juice. Also, another thing that doesn't happen anymore. People don't really give their kids juice yeah, in bottles. Juice. Yeah, not in a bottle especially. Yeah. Like if you're going to give them juice, water it down and give it to them in a sippy cup. There you because, go. Yeah. Baby uses that rotating door to get out because mm-hmm. he figures it out like he's right. waiting and yeah. he's like, I know this works I got now. this. Nobody, okay. Nobody acknowledges the baby. <laughs> People need to look down. Now, yeah. I realize you get away with it because it's New York, right? Right. Like, and they're so busy and they're so hurried. I do um, like that commentary about me too. Know, life. <laughs> yeah. Slow down. Pay attention. Um, Baby Binks, when he comes out of the department store, he literally trips a news lady who's talking about him. Okay. Yeah. That, that's That was stupid. too much, man. Yeah. It was too much. That was like... And the camera looked at him, but his mom was looking away from the TV when that happened. It was too much. Too much, I was like, first of all, the FBI and shit are looking for him as well. So if that were the case, they would, yeah, they would find him like instantly. But nah. So beat us over the head, please. Yep. They get a call from someone claiming to have info on a baby's location. So the cops and parents head down to his house. This guy is the bad guy from Dumb and Dumber. He does a lot of like these kind of bad guy type roles, but... uh, so they ask him what he saw. It's like, yeah, I saw them uh, make up with, I swear, I saw mm-hmm. your kid. And it's like, where'd they go? It's like, that's the thing. I can't remember. It's like, what a scumbag. Yeah, what um, an asshole. So the dad like throws down some money and uh, they head to the house just across the street. And they are confronted by um, the McCray lady, Miss McCray, who is the same lady who plays the junkie from The Crow. Great movie. I haven't seen it. The FBI just, uh, you know, comes right in, you know, just uh, no Made no themselves mind. comfortable, yep. Um, this poor this family looks like they're struggling a little bit. Um, yeah. The mom checks the room with the baby in the crib. It's not bank, lo and behold. Mm-mm. And for some reason, like, they get over it pretty quickly. If I were the mom, I would have been a little more pissed. Not, not Bink's mom, the mom of the kids. I know. I... I wouldn't have been happy about it, but, like, she was understanding from a mom's perspective. Like, my kids are my world, and I would be devastated, too. Right. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. I see both sides of that, but... Um, uh, they see Bink get in a cab. They ram the cab that they think Bink is in, which is a bad idea. Oh, my God. Like, what so the fuck? stupid. Like, These guys why would are you do so that? idiotic. Like, what the fuck? And uh, we get our first... This is one of my favorite exclamations of Eddie's characters. Like, they see the baby heading somewhere, and he exclaims, My money! It's like, it's not even <laughs> a baby money. to me. It's like, that's my money. It's my walking, <laughs> crawling money. Uh, the baby shows up at the zoo. 
Well, so the dangerous streets of New York, they do that whole thing. Yes. Like they have to uh, navigate the New York traffic, um, which their feet get ran over and, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, right, Bink goes to the zoo. The guys have, uh, oh, wait, okay. Oh, and they run into a ditch. Yeah. Yeah, um, they run right into it. Mm-hmm. Babies are more, da- okay, yeah, we get this <laughs> whole thing from Eddie where he's like, babies are more dangerous than we thought. When I was a boxer, the guys you feared the most were the guys who fear nothing. That's like babies. They are not afraid of nothing. Baby tracks. <laughs> I love that. What a that's great so line. Fun. To me, that's the equivalent of uh, uh, Joe Pesci's line. It's like, I think we're getting scammed by a kindergartner from yeah. Home Alone. It's the equivalent of that. Like, because he just imagine having to say that line. Like, that's the thing. Like, these kudos guys to these actors. Like, do their part very seriously because that's the key is movies like this fall apart if the actors themselves aren't taking it seriously yeah yeah because yeah why yeah. would we um stop some dead in their tracks and and, and says <laughs> baby tracks baby tracks. and they follow it all the way to the house of uh primates uh apes yes. or whatever oh my god which what is it? These don't exist, right? It's just metal bars? No way. Not anymore. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't I think they... they did even in the 90s, yeah. but before that they did. Hmm. Crazy. Because um, it just feels like monkeys could get right out of there, you know? Yeah. Um, Fun anecdote. My father-in-law told me about this one time you went to the zoo uh, when Josh and Avalon were children, and he like... <laughs> went up to the glass and he beat his chest like you do you know you see monkeys do it and stuff and the monkey or the ape lost his shit started banging on the glass at jay (laughs) really hard made a little girl start screaming and crying because the monkey like was freaking the fuck out yeah he told me that story and i was like that's why you don't do that yeah don't do that (laughs) oh poor 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 ape (laughs) Yeah, no, it is a sign of aggression. Yeah, um, he didn't so. realize. He just thought he was being fun. Mm. No, that monkey was <laughs> mad. Um, there's this gorilla, <laughs> which I mean, this they shouldn't have a gorilla. Um, <laughs> gorilla gives Vico a glare, um, like, and Vico glares back. That's the thing is, Vico's a fucked up asshole. Yeah, it's like, careful. you don't glare back at a gorilla, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> it'll fuck you up, man. Gorillas are so... I love this whole little bit that they do. Um, the gorilla kind of takes baby Bink under his or her wing, his wing. This is kind of relevant. We've had a few stories of gorillas. like So there's been a couple of occasions of babies like falling into pen... pen yeah, yeah, that. Um, and because uh, there was that one in oh particular who got taken down and, you know, just... Happened in 2016. Harambe. Harambe. Not Marambe. But, Rest uh, in peace, buddy. Yeah, because, yeah, there was no reason for that. There are cases where, you know, sometimes the decision has to be made. Like, you really don't know the mm-hmm. intentions, but there was no indicator with that. Like, yeah, yeah. that he was going to do anything to that baby. So messed up. So this, I, this might be hard for some people to watch now, I think. Um, and uh, so... This gorilla costume versus John Cleese's character <laughs> in George of the Jungle. Which one's better? This one? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, gorillas, like, have such a good maternity instinct, too. Maternal instinct. Like, you can watch um, 
if like a mom is breastfeeding, like sometimes a mama gorilla will come up and she'll do this because mm. she knows that that's a baby, you know? Mm. They're so smart. Heartbreaking. <laughs> Glad that this monkey didn't die. No, no. He, no. Gorilla. He was, he was the voice of Harambe. <laughs> Um, gives of course the baby's in the gorilla cage. Uh, the guys scream, which uh, scares this uh school group that's yes. walking by, and that's pretty funny because they just start breaking into laughter and they're like, uh, "What are we gonna do?" Um, oh, fun fact, real quick: the gorilla suit used in this film was the same suit that John Alexander wore to play Digit in Gorillas in the Mist in 1988. Oh. Both films had Rick Baker creating the animatronic effects, and nice. he made alterations to the suit for this film. Which then he went on to make Mighty Joe Young, a Disney movie. So, yeah, interesting. This gorilla costume is one of the most impressive that I've ever seen. Um, it's so good. Holds up. Really holds up, yeah. So, Vico tries to pull the kid, in using, kid out of the cage by using the shoelaces. But the gorilla isn't having that. And I like how he just puts down one single finger and can just pull him across, you know? Yes. Um, then the gorilla crushes Vico's hand. Uh, so now it's Nor Norby's turn to step up. So he uses a mop to like slip it through the kid's overalls. Pretty clever. Even though this would totally fucking not work in real life at all. You could yeah, fucking don't. like, yeah, no, you're going to choke the kid or something. Yeah. Don't fucking do don't that. Don't hurt the child. Um, and uh, Eddie tries running distraction by saying, <laughs> I'm a banana. <laughs> I'm a coconut. <laughs> I am entire uh, fruit salad. <laughs> like what? What is happening in this? And the movie? gorilla isn't looking at him like he's a. He's like looking at him like. What what the... You're not a banana. What yeah. Are you... <laughs> why are you lying to me right now? <laughs> um. So then Norby gets launched by the gorilla, like slams down on the mop head and like sends him flying into the air. So now it's Eddie's turn. That's right. And Eddie gets the worst of it all. <laughs> like the most traumatizing for sure. I agree. So Gorilla and Bink are passed out. And uh, the Gorilla, um, Eddie tries to pull the kid out just by the feet or whatever. But he's like right in the Gorilla's arms. It was a risky move. So it starts pulling the kid out. Shifts too much. The Gorilla, gra what's most jarring and I think what freaks him out the most <laughs> isn't the fact that a Gorilla is screaming in his face, which is bad enough. It is. But it's the fact that he grabbed him with his feet and his hands. <laughs> yeah. That's what? Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. It is. And then on top of that, he's screaming in his face. Yeah, like. it's too much, man. It's too much. <laughs> and then launches him across the way and like Easy into peasy. the bars of a monkey cage. And there he stays. Yeah. Because he needs to think about what he did. Yeah. Try to touch my baby. <laughs> And uh, Baby Bink, uh, like, uh, exits, like, the bars leading outside, like, open up, and so they head out, and Baby says uh, goodbye to the yeah. gorilla. And the baby starts hiding in the park, like, there's this moment where the mommy's like, hey, where's your mommy? And she sees another lady nearby, and it's like, <laughs> oh, like, okay, okay, must be yours. Okay. So <laughs> not fly nope. now. No, you this, gotta have your kid on a leash now. Yeah, this baby outcrawls grown men. Um, that's right which because they're hunting like they're looking for him on a cart like the odds of them finding him are just uh, so slim but they find him on the uh oh uh so they find him in the park they're chasing him down he goes through a tunnel yes and they're like the good thing about a tunnel is there's two ends there's this one and we go to the other end and uh 
Eddie Hyde. Okay. And then this scene, the most awkward scene of all time. Yes. They find him and uh, Eddie hides the kid under his coat on a park bench. Yeah. Really weird. Um, the police show up. <laughs> And worst don't question the fact that, ever. yeah, worst cops ever. In no way would they not make him stand the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to stand the fuck sir? up, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the one of the cops, the male cop, um, he is uh, from uh, Scribes. Oh, yes, you're he's right. He's a janitor. Mm-hmm. And he's a better janitor than he is a cop. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't question the right things as yeah. a cop. Because, like, the whole time Eddie is, like, you know, comedy gold, right? He's yes. talking, but the baby is, like, you know, grabbing his, like, you know, grabbing his crotch, punching his crotch. Lights like, a lighter. Lights a lighter under his crotch. Um, And the whole time Eddie is, like, you know, struggling to keep, like, nobody would buy this. Like, I wouldn't accept this as a normal. Like, no. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, you need to, like, show me what's under your <laughs> shirt. <laughs> So, yeah, his nuts are lit on fire. And we get a real close-up of his balls. Yeah, man. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> so the light's on fire. They get the cops to leave, you know. Um, they go by, and uh, Eddie removes the coat. Like, baby Bink gets away, by the way. you know. Of course, because his nuts are on fire. Yeah, nuts are on fire. Um, there's a bonfire on his nuts. Like Vico tosses him to the ground and stomps it, stomps it out with his huge like gorilla, like Sasquatch of a foot. Which like you know, like and this is when I had to lose because he just like pummels Oof. it with that foot and like the stunt person or whoever had to do this like oh, man, good for you. <laughs> the things you do for TV or movies. Oh my god, yeah. And uh, we get another great Eddie line where it's. Um, because Vico stomps it out, and uh, as like smoke is coming off of uh, Joe Montaigne's crotch, as he gets to his feet, you know, Vico is like, "That's how you put out campfires." <laughs> uh, sorry, I was in the Boy Scouts. I'm just used to it. It's like, oh, so you toasted your marshmallows over a pile of flaming gonads, <laughs> and uh, Vico just straight face. Um, we usually use logs. <laughs> like, That's pretty cute. Pretty great. Um. Bink gets lifted up to the. Okay, we're at a construction Ooh, site now. This, this is, is the where best I get scene stressed. ever. Yeah, it's the best scene though. It is pretty good. Set wise and everything like that, because they again, really they had job. to use they had to use interiors for most of it. Like nowadays, we just use easy, easy green screen, cool, done. Um, but these people were like they just really expertly like uh, stitched together. Like some stuff is done on location outside mm-hmm. somewhere. But the majority of it is done on a set, like, somewhere. Which is, like, yeah, I, I wish that more movies were made like this. It's cool. Um, because it is so cool to see what they can build and what they can make. Mm-hmm. I really like things like that. Like, even, like, Enchanted Forest, like, part of it is, is, like, you're in, like, a fairy book, you know? Like, it feels, so, like, these, it feels like you're in New York, but you know you're not. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. Very cool. Um, so, we get to a construction site. There's a old guard that's asleep, so it doesn't notice the goons coming in. Music again whisks us away. I really love these shots of oh, like the so sparks good. flying and stuff. Um, Beat gets lifted to the top of the building that's under construction. The goons take the elevator again. Like nobody's observing because then construction workers ain't no way in hell somebody <laughs> in plain clothes is getting into a construction oh, site hell no. ever. No, like, 
construction workers i'll give them that like construction workers are good about like yeah locking down their sites they want to keep it safe because mm-hmm. yeah hell no like yeah. casey deals in insurance like, i do mm-mm. i do we see a lot of construction mm. claims yeah and they are usually really good about making sure that pedestrians and yeah, people no, who don't work don't for them, that. they don't want that's that. a big liability, <laughs> uh-huh. liability. big liability um so Vico's put in charge of uh, <laughs> jumping onto a garter to get the baby because the baby ends up, of course, on a garter. Right. Um, oh, my God. Baby slides onto the... Like, yeah, no way. That'd be the most stressful. That's what I'm saying. Even though I knew what happened, I was like, ah. Yeah, he's sliding. Ah. Like, as he's sliding down the garter, like, that's definitely the worst. Um, yeah, they talk about... It's like, how did he do that? It's like, baby luck. Baby luck. Whatever that is. It's the fearlessness. Um, <laughs> Norby is wrapped around uh, Vico's legs. Norby slips off and, like, falls off uh, into some... Oh, onto some wood. Like, ouch. Mm-hmm. Um, Vico falls on top of Eddie. Like, yes. that was a really well-placed shot. They where did he's, a like, good job. On top of him. Yeah. Norby gets a nut shot and falls into yep. some concrete. Um, yep, he this gets his own nut shot. That look on Joe Pantoliano's face is embedded in my brain forever. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yep. It's just awful. Vico jumps down onto an elevator from a very high height and like ruins his spine. Yeah. Um, and then an elevator, like he's on his flat back with his head hanging over the edge of something. And mm-hmm. then the elevator comes up and knocks him into the back of the head. Ouch. Oh. Yeah, they're a hot mess at this point. Yeah, man. Like, this is where it all breaks down. Yeah. Eddie slips on the baby spit and gets hit by a hammer that flies up into the air. You dead. Yeah, you dead. Um, best reaction from oh Bink, God. because this is where he just shakes his head like, man, this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> And, you know, you wonder what it would be like if uh, baby Bink got the, the Bruce Willis treatment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what would his inner monologue be? Yeah. Um. Which do you prefer? Baby, no voices in the head? Or do you think the baby with voices in the head is strictly a look who's talking thing? Yeah, I think that look who's talking owns that and that's their thing. And I think if anybody tried to do it, it would be a ripoff. And it wouldn't be as good because part of why look who's talking is so funny is because of like the adult. Yes, that's what it's. Language and the adult sides of it, you know. Because it's. It's about parents who have often wondered, like, oh, what are you thinking, little right. bastard? What are you thinking right now? Right. You're plotting my demise, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm just staring at this color. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, have I told you I've had an idea for a new Look Who's Talking? No, but I'm, I'm oh here to God. listen. Look Who's Talking. Nobody steal this. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> I will fuck you up. You would bring back John Travolta and Kirstie Alley, of course. Except their parents, now it would be their offspring type okay, situation. Okay, I was going to say like their grandchildren. Yeah. 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 And they're having kids now. And uh, it's different because you would have to address it from, yeah, whatever, a modern angle. Like it's good because parenting is different now. Totally different Um, now. So it would be interesting perspective and you would have it be called, oh, or maybe it's that they put John Travolta and Kirstie Alley in charge of watching their kids because that's a modern thing. He's like, we're all too busy now, right? Right, and grandparents um, are such a big part of the children's lives. Mm. So, and you would call it Look Who's Talking Back. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, because they're back, like a lot yeah, of, like it's got fun. a lot of relevance. I love that. Um, 
Uh, I want to watch Look Who's Talking so bad right now. They're crazy movies. Look Who's Talking is the best one. Agreed. Once you got to Look Who's Talking now, oh baby, it was over. Which one had the Christmas scene in it? I liked that one. Was the that one Luke with the dogs? Look Who's Talking 2 or Look Who's Talking Look Now? That's Look Who's Talking Now. Yeah, I liked it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, damn I'd have it, to watch it. it now to see if I still like yeah. it. Look Who's Talking is the one I've seen the most. how did this get made eviscerated, those movies, no, you know? I know, they did. <laughs> they did it lovingly, though, with Look Who's Talking too. in a way. I actually like listening to that episode. Yeah, that's fun. Vico, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, mm. Slips on the baby spit. Oh, he's dead for sure. What yeah. the hell is that supposed to be that gets poured on Eddie? Yeah, because concrete I can pick out. I don't know what gets dropped on him. Like, like paint what they... thinner or oh, okay. something like that. it was like white and it was thin. And it kind of rubbery though too. It could be a caulking. But would you mix that? I just well, don't know. Well, caulking is like uh, pasty. Yeah. It's not like yeah. that was like watery. I don't yeah, know what don't it was know. supposed to be. And uh, um, here we go. The best monologue. This is the Oscar-worthy <laughs> monologue here. That's it. No mercy. This ain't no nursery school battle of wits anymore. This is my five foot ten inches of guile, guts, and gristle versus your two and a half feet of goo-goos, gagas, and giggles. <laughs> he falls. <laughs> if the Milwaukee mob couldn't kill me. No puking little thumb suckers got a candle's chance and a cyclone's of getting the better of me. Where are you going? So good. Come back here. This isn't funny anymore. And there we go. So good. It's a great monologue. He did it. He should have won an Oscar. Yeah. So <laughs> Especially with all the face. nut shots he took. Oh my god. <laughs> um but baby is lowered down onto a platform. A lot of just conveniently placed platforms, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Eddie tries to jump off onto a um, what would it be like a crane? Yeah, like, a like crane the crane. Wire. Mm-hmm. And uh, jumps up on onto that, thinking that it's going to get lowered down, and he'll just follow the kid down. But mm-hmm. nope, it's closing time. And I love how they portray closing time because I tell you what, this is how it works. Like, yeah. Oh. It's exactly 5.30. Yep, done. Bye. Oh, but we're in the middle of a transaction. Nope. 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 Done. 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 I'm done. (laughs) Yes. It's It's the same with getting clocked off anyway. It's really awkward. Like, I'll clock off, like, at, yeah, my job. And, like, there's a customer there. And there is this awkwardness of just, like, well, I'd like to help you out, but I'm not going to because i am I, off the clock yeah like, if you know. i stay on i'm gonna get in trouble for overtime and exactly and like it blah, blah, like in scheduling. management's perspective like it's right. like not the right thing to do um so everybody closes down They're and done. uh leaves um they somehow find a way to get eddie down um that's a show uh vico is uh covered in his own type of garbage joe pantaleano is covered in concrete we gotta get home before i dry (laughs) um true uh baby's trip to that can really burn the fuck out of you oh concrete yes Yes. um yeah so somehow the nanny she figures out like because the, they're talking about various reports that came in about baby yeah, we sightings. think he was here we think he was here and she's like oh my god he's doing everything from the book and she's like i know where he's going which this this part was like everything else seemed like sort of coincidental 
But I'm like, this baby is seeking out this place. He doesn't know how to read. He's he doesn't know his way around the city. <laughs> this is where I was like, it's too fucking yeah, much for okay, me. Okay, that's true. Like yep. this baby's like, no, I'm gonna go I'm to gotta the vet. Get to the vet, yeah, veterans. Yeah, center. Center, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vet center, and I'm just like, how. How does this baby know where that is, first of all? He's never been there before. How did he get there? Does it even show him get there? No, it just shows shows... him in front of it. And he's like, I'm going to go in here. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is too much, man. A further Home Alone connection. (laughs) The one of like the main vet guy that we keep seeing. uh, They keep. Yeah, the one that sees him first. And that's the baby from the news. He's Mr. Duncan from Home Alone 2. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, they sing the only song in the movie, which this is the Army, Mr. Brown. Really, we're like they're vets, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, for them. and this it was cute. This is the Army, Mr. Brown, whatever. Yeah. Um, the baby was dancing. It, it was, was adorable. Fun. It was adorable. And so parents show up. Yay! They're reunited. Oh my God, Hooray! It's our baby. We're getting you a new boo boo. <laughs> um, and they're riding along. And I, yeah, you're right. Because then it all devolves from here. Because then the mom, the coincidentally, the mom has to. Make the connection that, oh, he's boo-boo. Oh, he means that building right there. Like, you know, the one with the clock tower. It's like, that's a TikTok. No, that's a TikTok. <laughs> and I love, it's the best that the FBI agent is just buys right into it. I like, well, love this. We got to go to the TikTok to get the boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. So I was good. like, that's pretty great. Um, again, all these adults came to play. And they that's did. what's key. So uh, they know where they are going. We cut to the criminals like they wash themselves up. Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, no more babies. We ain't doing ransoms. We're just going to do... We're going to go back to banks. Yeah, nice, safe banks, convenience stores, which are some of the most dangerous uh, crime jobs that you can do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by Don't the way... Don't do that, guys. Um, I mean, if you're going to do crime, what you're going to want to do is... <laughs> <isn't> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're talking about that and Joe... Uh, Montana is just like, all right, I don't want to hear anything about babies anymore. I'm not having any babies, <laughs> nothing. And, and then he hears the, this would be freaky as fuck. Like, <laughs> oh my God, he's haunting me. He's in my head. And by the way, Eddie is like, yeah, traumatized for life. He's yeah. not going to be well for a while. No. Because um, this baby shows up, FBI escort. <laughs> like Helicopter. The whole fucking town is down below looking up. It is crazy. Yeah. And they're like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got God at this point. And uh, the FBI agent's like, throw down the boo-boo. <laughs> and put your hands on your head, by the way. Yeah. And so they throw it down you. and put their hands on their head. It's great. Uh, and the mom has the great moment. This is the end of the story. Yeah. And it's the end of Eddie's story, I can tell you that. Like, taken <laughs> down by a kid. Yeah, you're done baby. for, buddy. No um, more crime for you. you now, how much do you cred. think, uh, how much do you think Bink premeditate, like, <laughs> wanted to take these guys down, you know? Like, how much of this was him, like, trying to inflict pain on these guys? Or do you think it was just him, like, he was just... I just want my boo-boo back. Okay, cool. Like, he... I okay, good. He I don't purposely... think he's got a malicious bone in his body. No, he does think it's funny when they get injured. Yes, okay. But all babies think that's funny. You don't think, like... Kevin McAllister is more of a psychopath, like, more of a sociopath yes. than Bink. Like, Yes, in the best ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of It's what Bink turned into. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, okay, so... Uh, they get caught. Uh, they go home. Like um, we did have a scene, by the way, where I guess the mom and the, 
and the nanny kind of like understand each other which i don't know like yeah, not a whole weird. lot of development across the board like it would have been better if we got the impression that the parents were going to be responsible from now on but no. i don't get that impression no the mom they tried to show how worried the mom was throughout the story mm-hmm. we don't really see much of anything with the dad mm. Uh, the nanny, you can tell she's worried every time the camera looks at her. Right. But, yeah, we don't really get to know, like, what are you going to do to keep your kids safe? Instead, mm-hmm. she's like, we're just going to buy you a new book. And, right, and, like, oh, by the way, uh, he's getting his picture taken tomorrow. It's like, okay, no lesson learned whatsoever. Yeah, All no, right. No. Moving on, like, I still want his picture to be in the paper, uh, yeah, which I it was. Yeah, I have a famous baby. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends don't think he's real, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a last little shot of him looking at a book called Baby's Trip to China. Which was probably going to be a sequel. So that was supposed to be the yeah. sequel. I have some mm-hmm. fun facts for you guys. It was supposed to be the sequel. There was a sequel planned called Baby's Trip to China, which got canceled. Mm-hmm. This film's budget was a whopping was, $50 bombed, right? million, which at the time was unheard of for a film that had no major leading star in its cast. Uh, Joe <laughs> Montana. <laughs> right. Um... Baby Strip China got canceled. Vern Troyer, who we know as Mini Me from Austin Powers movies, was a uncredited like stunt, stunt double. double. Yes, I this. did see that. Uh, uh, this was the first film of John Hughes' three-picture, fifty million dollar contract with Fox, mm. which produced Baby's Day Out, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, oh my god, and Home Alone Three, all of which were Wait. box office failures. John. <laughs> and that's true, man. He like you know fell apart near the like he wrote number three. Ay 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 ay. Let's see. Damn. That's crazy. The Chicago Zoo and the construction site. Uh, sorry, the majority of the film was shot on sound stages, which we yes! talked about at 20th Century Fox Studios, especially for the major shots in the film, such as the Cotwell Mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chicago Zoo, mm-hmm. and the construction site. Boom, yeah. See? Really impressive. Um, oh, you're... <laughs> Sorry. Um, in, two, in a 2009 essay published after the death of John Hughes, Roger Ebert uh, included the tidbit about a trip to India. Once, when I was oh. visiting the largest movie theater in Calcutta, I asked if, uh, I asked if Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, had been the most successful American film. No, I was told. It Baby's was Baby's Day out. Day out, a Hughes comedy about a baby wandering through a big city, which played for more than a year. Yes. An Indian remake was made and yes. released the following year. Yeah, there were two remakes made. And uh, yeah, I tried watching them both. Like, <laughs> Not good? Um, not not quite. But hey, but they loved it enough to make them. So good. I love that. I thought that was a really fun fact because somebody That's other than me loved this yeah. <laughs> movie a lot. Well, well, the entire country. Yeah, it's um, awesome. And so that's Baby's Day Out. Yeah. Let's rate it. Let's do it. Out of 10 boo-boos. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. How many boo-boos do you give Baby's Day Out? Mm, dang. Okay, yeah, I got it. Me too. Ready? One, two, three, eight. six. Ooh. I almost did seven. Better. Yeah, right. Because it is like, but I'm going to stick with eight because of the happiness no, yeah, it brings for me. Sure. And this the fucking cute as fuck baby, which, by the way, you guys never acted again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the little which twins. Which smart, you know? Give it to them. Like, Good for you know, them. Yeah, because they both went on to do, 
One's like a technical whatever something mm-hmm. or other. One's like a lawyer, like whatever. Like no, they are better. Ser- they are serving us better. Yeah. Like, let's say sorry, celebrities, but sorry, Olsen go twins. Now they're really famous. Yeah. <laughs> famous babies. Yeah, Olsen twins. Ha. Elizabeth Poor Olsen girl. is the only Olsen in my book. I know. Scarlet Witch. I feel Witch. so bad for her. She's awesome. She is awesome. Yeah. I do feel bad for Mary Kate Nashley. Mary Kate Nashley. Who? That's right. I said it. They anyway. have a fashion brand that's pretty successful. That's good. And a makeup brand. That's but good. those poor girls are so fucked up. <laughs> Stressed out. Yeah. It's so too much. that's that. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. Hope you enjoyed watching it if you yeah. could. It's available on Amazon Prime and so on and so that's forth. Where I got it. Eventually, it'll probably make its way onto Disney Plus, especially with the Fox merger and so on. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Do we go? Yeah, let's do recommendations, and then we'll tell you about the next week's book. All right. My recommendation is going to be a show on Hulu called "Everyone Is Doing Great." Um, it's by James Lafray. Hmm. Uh, he's from One Tree Hill. He was Nathan in One Tree Hill. Uh, and the show is um, him and another person from One Tree Hill. Both of them created the show. They crowdfunded for it. They did it all by themselves. They worked really hard uh, to get it created, which is awesome. Hmm. And it makes me like it even more because, like, it wasn't just handed to them like so many famous people get. Um, But it's a show about two actor friends who were in a really important, you know, teen drama show that, and this is, like, five years after it was created, and just like how their life is going and being typecast and like trying to get back into acting hmm. and doing drugs and yeah. yeah, it's good. Drugs. It's good. It's funny. And also, you know, it's a dark comedy is what I would say because hmm. it's kind of sad too. Sad. I'm recommending a podcast, Good Ancestor Podcast, uh, hosted by Le- Leila F. Saad. I'm probably butchering that name, but you know. You tried ignorant american i am um but she's a great author and everything and uh she just yeah it's all about um like civil justice and everything that's really important right now so highly recommend that that's awesome all right now my favorite part so Mm -hmm. next week's vote um be sure to head on over to our facebook page disney channel surfers also check out our instagram on monday you have 24 hours on monday to get your vote in um and uh yeah get your vote in uh look at our poll like you can send us an email at disney channel surfers at gmail.com You can get a hold of me or Casey if you know us, and uh, yeah, just let us know your vote. Yeah. And uh, it will be between the following movies. It is between James and the Giant Peach, which is like a great stop motion and mm-hmm. uh, live action um, uh, musical. Like it's got yeah. some musical numbers in it. Um, it's based on a rolled doll book uh, yeah. where a little boy is whisked away. Is a uh, whisked away into a magical uh uh la- smaller land on mm-hmm. a peach uh with like <laughs> insects amongst them it's I really weird was so obsessed with this movie really good though um it always makes me want to eat peaches <laughs> yeah and it does a good oh job gosh, of that like yeah. it's really impressive stop motion like it's they so good they really built off of nightmare before christmas yeah they did which was the only real one before that mm-hmm and then we have that up against the Fantastic Mr. Fox, yeah. also done in stop motion, but more recently made. Mm-hmm. And it was directed by Wes Anderson, a real prestige director. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, stars George Clooney, Bill Murray, a lot of really good oh, name actors. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, so yeah, those are the votes, and they're both Roald Dahl books. So that's kind of the the link between the two. And uh, yeah, so go ahead and vote on those, and we will see you guys next week. Really excited to uh, review either of those, really. Yeah, so. very excited for both. Oh, and we're hoping, uh, fingers crossed, we're going to hopefully get um, a previous guest that we had on the show before. Yeah. We really want to try to get Nick back on here. Yeah, I'm going to bug him. And uh, oh, hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Um, so thanks for joining us, everybody. We let you know our emails. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram individually, me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at Casey Schwartz. And Facebook. Yeah, I think we covered it all. Thank yeah. you so much. Stay safe, everybody. And uh, we will see you soon. Bye, guys.